Hello, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, De-Influenced. De Don't worry, guys, I'm back. <laughs> we all missed you so much. We're so sorry about potty mouth Claudia in the oh last episode. <laughs> Love her. We like to keep it clean around here. No, she's so funny, though, she's but so she funny. is just a wild card. <laughs> no, but I, I love it. Um, we had a lot of fun with Claudia. Were you I nervous for that episode? Be real. Because of the cussing? No, because she's Claudia and you love her. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. To be honest, I was just nervous because I, I don't usually interview people. Yeah. So I didn't know how that was going to go. I think I would have been nervous for anyone. Yeah, but she's like, she's got this just like aura around her. And she's so, she's she's so talented. She's so smart. She's great on the spot. You know, I was kind of in, I would say I was not in the zone when I interviewed her. Like I was just... Well, there was so much pressure on it. There's like. a lot of pressure. And it was one of those things where like when she was talking, I could not process what she was saying and think of like the next question. It was yeah. very hard for me. So when she was talking, I was like, okay, what am I going to ask next? What am I going to ask? You know, like I was, it was like that type of interview yeah. instead of it just being like super fluid. And I think that's, it's, it's very on me. It's more on me because I just probably don't have enough experience and I didn't know what I was doing, but I think it went well overall. overall Did you watch it back? No, I never, I would never. never, I never, I haven't listened I to one of these podcasts. I don't, so watch. I have no idea what I say. And then I'm like, people will bring stuff up and I'm like, did I say yeah, that? Yeah. Or when we went on Trey Kennedy's podcast and we said so many things. That was the most fun I think I've ever had on a podcast. It was <laughs> we, so, I think I like, just felt safe to laugh. We're like, went, it went so well. Like, that's what we kept saying. And then Jenny was like, um, guys, you like covered everything controversial <laughs> that you could have covered. And we're like, really? We don't even remember what we said. But to this day, we will not listen to it back. No. I can't watch YouTube videos of me. I can't listen to my podcast. I sometimes can watch like reels that I've done. Mm -hmm. um, and I can look at like a, an Instagram photo. But besides that, like, I don't want to know. I don't yeah. want to know what I've done. I don't want to read my interviews. I don't want to watch the Forbes interview. Like still probably have not watched the full thing. Nope, me neither. Just, just Posting clips. ghosts. Posting goes, you won't even like, you won't listen to stuff that I've done. No, because I feel it. I like, I care so much for you that I'm like, I just, if it's bad, I don't want to know. I just want to like see you, you. You didn't even listen to my Claudia episode. I did not. No, I just heard that she cussed a lot and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, um, you've been gone for a while. Yeah. Before I tell my amazing story um, about how I hung out with the thirst trap TikTokers. Uh, can we talk about your shoes? Jordan's like fascinated by my I'm shoes. I'm fascinated by these shoes because- if you're, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see they're my pearly Steve Madden slides and they're like pretty aggressively, you know, em there's, embellished There's a pearls. lot of bubbles on them. Yeah. They're not bubbles for pearls. I just, I <laughs> looked at them- They're actually very comfortable. And I was like, wow, that looks like soap suds. And you can't, you can't see, but I have pearl earrings on to match. I also am wrapped up in a blanket because this is not a shawl, although it looks like it, um, because it's so chilly up here. Yeah. And in, just in case you hear some banging in the background, um, we have people that are installing wallpaper and uh, we're turning my workout room, RIP, into a uh, movie room. For the kiddos. Like media room for the kiddos where we can like play games and watch movies. And so they started that today. Uh, you know what's funny is we chose a wallpaper like blindly and we still don't know what it's gonna look like until it's totally done. That's true. We just like chose like a, like a picture of it. We're like, okay. But we've never actually seen like the texture. So 
Hopefully we like it. We'll like it. We're so pretty like chill when it comes to home decor. We literally like, are like, okay, yeah, I'll just do it. Well, like, I we mean like Lola pees everywhere. We have two kids that get milk everywhere. That's so what I was, like, I know. There's really not a lot in our house that like if it got ruined, I would be upset about. My, um, I heard this at my, my dad's retreat. Uh-huh. They said that the home should not be fragile. Oh yeah, ours is not. <laughs> well, they said like culturally and like from a family value standpoint, the home should not be built to be fragile because then it makes everyone on edge and you want your your kids to feel like they can break things and it's home and they can wrestle and all that kind of stuff. That's so true. I had a friend. Which is hard for me because I'm an Enneagram one. I'm a little yeah. OCD sometimes. No, I know. I had a friend growing up where like, you know, in her living room, you could not walk on the carpet because they had to vacuum the lines like a certain way. Yeah. But then I'm like, what's the point of it? Like if you can't have people over and them just enjoy the living room, then what's the point of the living room just to look at? I don't know. I just don't really understand. But I mean, I do understand if it's like a family heirloom and you don't want, you know, if Goey would have passed down that like wooden table to me instead of Landon. <sighs> So. She gave it to Landon? Yeah, she gave it to Landon. And then Landon sold it. I know. She was so upset. It was like this like amazing wooden table like made out of a tree trunk. Anyway, she gave he it to would. Landon. I know. Um, and then he sold it. She was she was livid. But like if I would have had that, that would have been like my thing. Like, okay, yeah. like everybody stay away from. But anyway, um, yeah, so you've been gone. Tell us a give us an update about what's been going on in your life. I've been so excited to tell a story. Okay, so let me set the stage. Um, how much can I say? I don't care. Whatever. You want oh, whatever to say. I want to say. Okay, so I went to the horse races. Uh-huh. Okay, I didn't know if that was controversial. Why would it be controversial? I don't know. People said that people got mad about the Kentucky Derby. Okay, to be honest, I know nothing about horse racing. I've yeah, never been I don't, to a horse race. I really race. don't either. We are, I know nothing. So my friend's family owns a um, a big farm called Windstar Farms in Kentucky. And so they have always been in horse ra- into horse races. Their horse run, the Kentucky Derby. And so he invited me and a couple other people to the Santa Anita races. Okay. okay. So my friend is starting a platform called CrowdSurf. Okay. Mm-hmm. So CrowdSurf is like basically investing into influencers okay okay like you could invest in your favorite influencer and like fund oh. their career and then you can like buy shares in the influencer and then the influencer would interesting you can make money off of the money that the influencer makes that's so interesting it's a cool concept i'm a, a i didn't know this but i'm an advisor to the company cool i was really really excited about that that's um, awesome. so anyway so he invites us to the horse races and he's like hey i want you to come because i'm going to have a lot of la influencers and so i don't know any la influencers and neither do you really Well, he invited me as well and um it sounded like a great time but i was like i'm going to stay behind i want to spend time with the kids yeah so i go for memorial day weekend and i don't know who's coming right there's like rumors that like like jake paul's gonna come and i'm like whoa that's crazy and so he has a box or his family has a box so I get there and, you know, at first it's a lot of like Twitch streamers, like a lot of gamers that I don't really know yeah. um, or anything like that. And then out of nowhere, Bryce Hall and this guy named Tommy Untold, which has like 11 million followers on TikTok, walk into the, the box. You might need to tell people like who Bryce Hall is. I feel like my audience has no idea who that okay, is. Okay, so Bryce Hall, like if you if you go peak TikTok times, like COVID. Like Charlie D'Amelio time. He, well, he was dating Addison Ray. 
Remember? Oh, that's so. Oh my gosh, I forgot yeah, about Yeah, so that. it was like okay. that's how they became famous. It was Addison Ray's boyfriend, and then he was kind of part of the original crew like, that did the dances and like they're like he's high like school an og like big tiktoker now right. there's so many and and tiktokers are famous for different reasons but back then it was like all about the he was part of the hype dancing, house the hype house yes like, like josh richards bryce hall and so he walks in and i'm like whoa like this is crazy and so no one there so first of all what's funny and and i would say this to his face and i did say this to his face is that like when you go to the horse races you kind of like wear like a suit and a jacket and he was wearing a bart simpson shirt and sweatpants which was really funny but anyway so no none of them like knew anything about horse racing and i didn't really either but the group that we were with knew and so we all got to kind of got to know each other and so i'm like this is crazy like i'm at a horse race with bryce hall then what happens and this is so like la you know, it's like you just like everything is happening all the time. Tell me about it. So then we go back to our hotel and our friend Andrew, who was there, was like, hey, Bryce just texted me. He invited us to a poker game tonight and uh, Jake Paul's going to be there. And I was like, we have to go. I was like, I need this story for the podcast. Like, I want to go play poker with Bryce Hall and Jake Paul. So we go. It's like nine o'clock, but it's two hours behind. So it's 11 o'clock for me. Yeah. Can you imagine how exhausted I was? You're beat. So I drink, I have these like energy packs that I take called Delta E. Um, I drink like two of those and I'm like, okay, like let's do this. We got to go. So we go to, uh, we show up at this house, Bryce Hall's house. And uh, where is it? What part of LA? Encino. Okay. Encino. Yeah. 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 So Encino. Encino, I think is where a lot of, it's like kind of on the outskirts of LA. And it's like where a lot of celebrities kind of escape if they don't want to be like in the hustle bustle. Right. Um, or if they probably just can't afford to be in the hustle bustle. Well, I mean, but there's it, some was, nice it was places. a gated house, like big kind of mansion esque yeah. thing. So we walk in, they have all these people, like a dealer for the the poker game. And, you know, there's a there's a, a pretty high buy in and we're like, let's just do it. Like we have to What was to do the buy in, can you say? Uh, no. Just tell me. What were you like three thousand? No, no, no. It doesn't matter. No, doesn't how matter. much was it? It doesn't matter. Tell us. It's so interesting. What was the buy-in? No, I can't tell you. So anyway, so we go to the <laughs> we go to this I'm game. I'm so annoyed. I want to know. We go to this game and You actually it, didn't tell me that. Did you lose a lot of money? Huh? Did you lose a lot? Yeah. But Oh my gosh. I did it for the Mims. No, I know. I did it for the podcast. Wait, just mouth to me. $250? No. No. How much? You're not reading my lips right. <laughs> it looked like you said 250. No, 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 no. Anyway, so around this table is not just Bryce Hall, but all of what I would call the thirst trap TikTokers. Like they're like the young guys that all of like the females yeah. in like high school and early college like love. And I'm just like, and we come from the horse races. And so we're like in our suits. And so they're like, oh, like who are the, and like they're all in like backwards hats and stuff. And anyway, I, I played until two in the morning. That was my story. Jake Paul never came. <laughs> Bummer. Um, but he okay. texted. He was really okay. Here's what I would say about Bryce Hall. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some PR for him. Um, I feel like you know he's young, so he's. How old is he? I think he's like 24, maybe. Okay. 23, 24. So he's young, but he is a very nice human being. Yeah. Um, like he was very nice in person. I think there's a little bit of a shtick that he has for his like persona and his character. Of course. But I think he lives in LA and so he doesn't, you know, he's just trying to figure out life. I mean, weren't we all at 23? Yeah. 24? I mean, can you imagine? Being he does some like things morally that like I would never do. 
you know? Um, but like, that's okay. Like you can be personally nice and a little bit morally lost. You know what? That's what your early twenties are for. Let me tell you something about LA. It is difficult to pursue your dreams and be morally sound. That's what I felt is that it w- it had less to do with Bryce Hall and more to do with the LA you, culture. It's the environment and you're like the sum of the people that you hang out with. And yeah. you know, when I spent my summers out in LA, they were some of the worst times in my life. Like there are some highlights and I had some great friends and you know, things that I, I did out there that I really enjoyed and it really catapulted my career so much. So I'm like so thankful for that time. But I can't explain it to you. It's like every night, it's like, who can we use to get to the next step? Or like, what persona can we yeah. create to further our career? And it's right. like all a facade. And I'm not saying this about everyone in LA. Obviously, there's some great people in LA. Um, and it's a beautiful place. But it's just so much easier to get caught up because not a lot of people have those sound morals. Yeah, it's weird too because you know that these kids are like making a lot of money and they have like yes. really nice cars and but they're leasing their homes for like thirty to forty thousand dollars a month, which right. is crazy. But they have like roommates, so everyone's kind of chipping in. But you know, there's like no furniture in the house. And yeah. so it's like maybe I'm just like like it's a persona. It's like a it's it's a it's, facade. It's like it's like nice, pretty on the outside, what's going on on the inside. It's yeah. like it was like very symbolic for me where it was like uh it's kind of fake it till you make it though. That's how I felt like Los Angeles was. Like when, see the thing is before the hype house, before all these like famous TikTok houses, YouTube actually started that years ago, 10 yeah. years ago when I would go to LA, there'd be YouTube houses. Right. And my brother was always invited to live in them and to create content with them. And there'd be like six or seven YouTubers all living there. And they all had different channels, but they would create this content together. Same thing, huge mansion, no furniture, like so gross on the inside. But like, they're just faking it till they make it. And then, you know, a lot of them are like killing it these days. And so I get that. Like I get, you know, putting yourself in this, like this, you know, really shiny house just to fake it until you actually can afford the house. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I just like, I guess for me being in Texas, like I'm so glad I'm here because I also was like, there's so much distraction that when I left LA, I was there for two days. Okay. When I left, I was like, man, if I lived here, I would never work. Cause it's like, you're just jumping from these really shiny things all the time. I also can never imagine having a family there. I can never imagine like, and you're talking about like you were saying in Hollywood. So you're talking like LA, LA, you know, and there's some great places on the outside of LA that are awesome. Like Pasadena is amazing. True. True. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. It's just a whole different world. I've, I've always never really liked LA. Yeah. And I would go to visit, but I would never go to stay. Right, I know. But I will say there's so much, it's kind of like New York, there's so much opportunity out there. Like you go out there and there's always something that you can be doing. And it's a smaller world than you think. Yeah, and- Like this person knows this person, knows, like you're one degree of separation away from like all the A-listers, I feel like. Well, and that's, that's so funny that you say that because the friend group that I originally made in LA, they were from like Huntington Beach. Like they were mm-hmm. from like the LA area. And I was 20 years old. And um, I just remember every night it was like, you know, tonight we're going to go to like Chris Brown's cousin house. Like, you want to come? Or like tomorrow we're going to go to this person. And it was always like two or three degrees separation from like a big celebrity. And everyone was just going these places hoping that they'd meet like the celebrity. Yeah. And you rarely did. That was so me. I was like, hey, 
I'll, and they're name dropped to get people like, oh, Jake Paul's going to be there. So like, come on, you know, it's, and then they're not there. It happens all the time, but you're just chasing like the next night you're doing the same it thing. It felt again. like a big chase, but like, if you're going to do it, I mean, listen, I'm married with two kids. It was fun to play the game for a night. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know? totally. Like I was like, but I, I did wake up the next morning and I was like, I'm ready to get on a plane and like not do this again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting. The other thing I learned that uh, is probably an interesting conversation topic. And I'm not saying that anyone at this poker game did this, but you know, as we were with a lot of the creators, there was a lot of conversation about people who buy followers. Right. And that is so wild. Apparently in LA, a lot of, are you, you talking know, about TikTokers? Um, I don't think, I, I don't know if I'm talking about, it wasn't specific. It was okay. just like, they were talking a lot Do conversationally on TikTok though. Um, I don't know because I don't think that they were buying followers. There was just a lot of conversation oh. of like, oh, that person bought followers as though it's like a normal routine thing. And then when they buy followers, they also have to buy the engagement. So you can really tell like the Wait, posts you can where buy engagement on your posts. Yeah. So people always, I've always wondered how this works because people are always like, do you buy your followers? I'm like, I literally don't know. Is there a marketplace where you can go and buy followers? They said it was like a like an app that people use to like buy followers. Okay, that's interesting that there actually is an app. Um, all I remember, I would say like the most like, I don't know, like questionable thing I've done with my Instagram, which was like literally 10 years ago, so give me a break. Yeah. Um, was like right whenever I started, there was an app that you could sign up for where you, um, your account would go and like, like other people's, uh, pictures. Yeah. So it would just like help your, you would just engage with other people and you could put in like the type of follower that you want to engage with, like sayings that you would like to comment emojis that you would use. Like you give the like exact demographic that you want to reach. And it was like pretty cool for like a month. And then I started liking things that were very inappropriate. <laughs> and one of my friends texted me, was like, hey, just so you know, like you just liked this photo. And I was like, okay. What was it? I can't tell you. Tell me. It was a private part. <sighs> I know. It was so bad. Oh, that's juicy. I know. Someone screenshotted that. Yeah. I can tell you who about. it was. Uh, her name was Megan. She was a YouTuber back in the day. Oh, wait. It was a female but private part? No, no, the girl who screenshot and told me. Oh, remember dang. makeup by Megan, or you remember her? Oh, and uh, she lived in Austin, went to UT as well. Uh, okay, anyway. anyway, um, so yeah, I quickly quit using that, and then I've also heard if you do use anything that's kind of sketchy like that, like Instagram could like ban your account or yeah. like will really like push down your engagement. So like, I don't mess with any of that stuff. I think the reason why people say that you know some of these bloggers buy influ or buy followers is because we'll do giveaways. Yeah. And so like you give away $5,000, you know, prize, whatever, and you do it with th uh, three or four other people. Yeah, but that's how you have to get people to enter, right? Well, but like not only that, but like that's how people find your account and like what's wrong with that. Right. So if I do a giveaway with Maddie Nelson, Taryn and Jen Reed, and those are like their audience is probably more likely to like my content as well because we're similar accounts. Yeah. So if we're using a giveaway to get our Instagram out there, a lot of times people say that they found me from a giveaway and right. they, you know, a lot of times they unfollow, but a lot of times they stick around. So that's a new account that really appreciates my content that I found through a giveaway. And I, it wasn't really purchased or anything. It was just a giveaway. Um, so I think that's, I think when people say like, oh, you buy followers, I think that's what they actually mean. It's like yeah. through the giveaways, but I don't know. I'm like, I'm big into the giveaways. I think they're so much fun. They don't really hurt anyone. I'm like, just do, why not? You know? Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, you know, so you were in LA. Can I, I say one more thing about LA? Mm -hmm. 
there's one thing that I think is very bad for humanity. TikTok? No. Well, kind of. Drugs? OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. So I want to talk about this because I want to say that the one of the most surprising things about LA is how prevalent OnlyFans is. And sorry, can you explain what OnlyFans is? Because I actually don't know. Like, I know that I think it's an app or I think it's a platform, but like, I don't understand what it, how it works. So OnlyFans, from, from my understanding, is that basically like, let's say you're a female that is a model on Instagram. You know, okay. that we always talk about the Instagram booty models. Yeah. So you're not making money to support your career by like just showing your butt. Like no brand is going to want to work with you. Like you're not brand friendly. And so you're not making money. So unless it's like an energy drink or something, unless it's an energy drink, like bang energy drinks, like really capitalized on like them. Um, But you're not getting brand deals a whole lot and you're not probably selling products either because you're demographics male. It's all male. It's like 90% male. So Basically, like what they're doing is they will jump on this platform OnlyFans and they will basically show their bodies like to make revenue. Right. And so, um, you know, in Texas, hearing about OnlyFans, I was like, that's like pornography. I was like, really, like, that's horrible. That's super sad. But we're running a very different type of like business or niche, like in the influencer world. And when I went to L.A., I met a lot of males who just very passively were like, oh yeah, like I run an OnlyFans agency. What? Yeah, like at this this game. And you know, again, it's hard because like, I don't want to like bash them, but I think that it was so culturally accepted That's that it, it made yeah. me like kind of sad. sad um, yeah. And then a lot of the females were like, yeah, like I'm, I'm on OnlyFans. And it was just so like normal. Like, would you ever go and be like, yeah, like I'm a porn star. You know, like, that's, like, you don't admit that, but in L.A., it's so, like... Well, no, I feel like today's culture, like, yes, people admit that. I know, there. and it's super sad to me. Like, yeah. I'm I'm a big proponent. I think that one of the most destructive things to culture right now is, like, pornography, especially pornography, like, like and how men get into pornography. I think it, like, wrecks marriages. It, like, messes with your dopamine levels. Like, I think it's, like, really, really, really destructive, and it made me very sad that you could that female creators felt like they had to jump on that platform just to survive, just to get famous. And it made me sad that like, Mm. you know, males were taking advantage of that to monetize that. Yeah, it is really sad. I feel like once again, it's, it's so cultural. And like, I I've told you this story so many times, but, um, kind of similar, like I said, like eight or nine years ago when I'm in LA, there's a huge YouTuber now, I'm not going to say her name. Um, but I at the time was 20 and she was 15 and she was like taking off on YouTube. I mean, and, um, we started going, we had the same manager. And so we started going to events together and her mom was always there because she was underage. Right. And, um, her mom like really took a liking to, to me and my channel because it was like pretty wholesome. Um, and you know, they were about to move out to LA because this girl was like blowing up and she's 15. She was about to start acting, start modeling, yeah. getting into like the actual LA scene. And um, her mom told her, she said, you know, you're not allowed to go to any parties unless Danny goes. And so, um, so her and I were kind of tied at the hip for like a couple months in LA. Um, but I remember we went to dinner one night and I was with a bunch of her friends and, and 
you know, they're talking about their future in LA, their future careers, and they were just going off. They're 15, okay? Like, and I was 20. Yeah. And they're going off about how many husbands they're going to have in their in their career. Like, how many what? times they'll get married. And they're like, well, for my first husband, I'm going to do this. And then for my second husband, I'm going to use him for the house. And then my third husband, I'll have kids. And, and I just remember being there. Wait, like that was normal? For 15-year-olds. This was also like eight or nine years ago. This was so wild and i remember sitting there and i really felt this like conviction i felt like i'll, I'll never forget like that day because i was like danny like you are like in this space for a reason like you have a purpose here yeah. and it's not to preach to these kids right now and tell them they're wrong and da, 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 but it's more about how you're going to choose to you know live your life and when they're listening when you ca catch their attention then that's whenever you can speak to them yeah but um it was it was really sad and i i did feel like that was a conversation that would have never happened like back home for me um but you know that was eight or nine years ago and now those conversations are you know, trickling from the internet into like our homes all over. And so now you're hearing a lot more of that. And it's just kind of, like you said, it's just being, it's just more accepted because you hear yeah. about it so much now. Um, I do feel like that's like, been that was what was cool about being at this, <laughs> I'm playing poker, but like at this like poker game or whatever, and just like building relationships in the industry as I do think that there's definitely like a movement for, like values, like family values, like values or in what general. What does a family even mean? Yeah. Like, why do we need a father and why do we need a mother? Like, why do those two components in your life like add so much value? Why does family work like that? Like, yeah, I think that like seeing the goodness of you know working on our marriage and like being parents and like trying to build like a, a strong culture and traditions within our family. I think that we've seen the goodness of that, but I think it's quickly becoming, especially in our industry, like a minority thing. Because it's also hard work. Like, let's be real. It's, yeah. it's hard work to, you know, work on your marriage, to um, not be influenced by all these outside things that you're hearing 24 seven. And it's not always easy. It's not always the easy route to say no and to live your life a little different. And I feel like, so people, a lot of times are just kind of taking the easy route. They just kind of go off of their feelings, their emotions. This is what I feel like I want to do today. So it's right. Or the trade-offs And too. let me empower myself because I feel like this is right. And it's not, there's right and wrong. And like somebody, somebody needs to live that way on, on the internet. Preach, babe. Preach anyway. it. <laughs> I, I'm shocked though. I will say that, um, when, when people in LA get divorced multiple times and married multiple times, I never thought that that was like known on the front end. Does that make sense? Like I always thought it was like, oh, like you thought marriage is going to be this and then you get divorced. I think if you get married, and I'm not saying this for everyone. Yeah, know? but and, like and if it's like, if it's a culture of like, hey, I'm going to get married multiple times, that's horrible but to like, me. But like, come on, think about it. Like think about the marriages that happen there where like they have a 40 year age gap. Yeah. Like- like, did you just heard heard about Al Pacino? He's eighty two. He just had a, his a baby with a twenty eight year old or something. Like, what? come on, like it's disgusting. And I mean, Scarface. Yeah, he also has a daughter that's thirty three years old. So yeah. he he's he just had a baby with someone that's younger than. Gosh, his you daughter. would think at eighty two you've got some perspective <laughs> on life. I mean, I've got more perspective at thirty two than he does at eighty two. I don't know. I mean, I think it's just always trying to fill a void and taking the easy route. Yeah. That's that's honestly what it is. But um, anyway, so <laughs> moving on from that conversation that took up like literally half of our time. Um, 
you know, so you were in LA living it up with all the TikTokers. <laughs> I was back here. Yeah, how was it? At home with the babies. Um, Stella's favoring you right now. I know, I love it. I know, she's so obsessed with you right now. I know. And Stratton she, was there for a while. She never bit. splits her love equally. No. She definitely is she has like favorites. she has favorites and it, it varies. And I, I work hard for that spot. Yeah, you, um, you, you took the cake while I was going. Well, so it's funny, you know, a lot of moms get really stressed out. I, I mean, obviously, like it is very stressful watching the kids by, by myself, but I really kind of wanted that time. I know you did. Like I was like, I, I want to be number one. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be here by myself with them. And I took them to church on Sunday. Oh, my gosh. OK, so did I tell you the story? I don't think so. I told on my Instagram. So I took the kids to church on Sunday and, um, you know, everything was like going pretty seamless because, you know, I start getting ready for church like three hours. Sundays are my favorite days because we, you wake up with them, you hang out with them for a little while and then they love church and then you go to lunch. That's great. I love Sundays. Yeah. So, you know, everything was going really smooth and I was really proud of myself. I, I like packed the diaper bag like two hours in advance. Like I'm like, dang, this is easy. You know, I put them in their cute little outfits. We head to church, listen to music. It's all good. And then it comes time to get out of the car. You know, that's always kind of challenging because it's like a really busy parking lot. So I get, I'm like, okay, do I get Stratton out or Stella out? So I get Stella out first. I'm like, hold on to mommy, hold my dress, whatever. So then I lean over, go to the other side, pick up Stratton. Well, Stratton, I had given him his sippy cup full of milk the blue one, you know, yeah. with the straw. It was upside down the entire time. The entire milk, like whole thing, spilled all over him. It was not like, oh, he got wet. Like his pants were literally, it looked like I had dipped his pants in the pool. Like soaking <laughs> wet. Like I could have like wrung out the milk. And so he smells like milk. He's he's soaking wet. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I I get him out. But then, you know, the the diaper bag is like in the middle of between the two seats. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't reach over there. So I was horrible. And I put Stratton on the ground in the parking lot for like literally 0.2 seconds, you know, (laughs) within that 0.2 seconds, Stratton decides to touch the tires with both hands with that black grease all over it. And you know, that black grease, like don't, don't come come out. out, He he takes both of them. It's all over his hands, all over his face, all over his outfit. Now he looks like a baby greaser. Like he looks like he's been working in a mechanical shop. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) You're like here nursery. (laughs) So I roll up and you know that guy that we always see every Sunday. He's so nice, but he's like, Stratoni, what's up, man? And I'm like, guys, I'm so sorry. Like he's a little wet. And they're like, oh, no problem. You know, I, I hand him over and they're like, oh, like, He's like really wet. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like all, can we just take his pants off? I go, he crawls around all the time with no pants on at home. Is that okay? They said, don't worry about it. We have extra clothes at the front. They were so nice about it. Yeah. Anyway, when I went to go pick him up, he was like all cleaned up and he had these like silver basketball shorts on. Like, you know, like back in the nineties, yeah. like our friends were, they're like long basketball shorts with like the champion logo that or whatever. Is so funny. It was so cute. But um, anyway, so we had a fun day. Um, and then the next evening, no, was that Sunday evening? Yeah, it was Sunday. Sunday evening. Um, I was going a little stir crazy cause I sat with my friends at church, but all my friends had like planned cause we, I, I hung out with friends like Friday, Saturday kind of, Yeah. but I had nothing planned on Sunday and I had plans on Monday. So Sunday was kind of like my like loner day. Mm-hmm. And towards the evening I started to go like a little stir crazy. I worked. Did you get sad? I didn't get sad, but I was like. Danny, like, you need to get out of the house. You know, I was, yeah. like, giving myself, like, a pep talk. Like, you need to get out. Um, 
And so I decided to take the kids to Plano. They had this like music on the lawn. Um, it's called Legacy Hall and it was like a cover band. And I was like, oh, that'll be perfect for them. And you know, you can get food for them and all that stuff. Um, okay. So it's pretty crowded and it's like a Sunday evening before, you know, it's yeah. packed. But I find the most magical parking spot. I mean, it is right in front of, you know how you can park like on the street in front oh, of the shops or you can go into spots. the parking garage. Yeah. I not only found like a great one, but it was like a big spot. Cause you know me, like I'm not going to do a parallel park if it's really difficult in front right. of all these people. So I parallel park in there. I'm like fit in there. Perfect. Got the two babies, get out of the car, I'm ready to go. This lady in front of me comes out and she goes, you hit my car. I need to see your driver's license and your registration. I go, um, no, I didn't. Did you? No, I go, no, I didn't. And she goes, no, no, no. I felt the tap. Uh, I need, I need your, I need a picture of your license. And I'm like, I go, are you, are you How kidding me? How old was me? she? She's like a mom, like my mom's age. Really? Um, she goes, I go, are you kidding me? Like I was, I literally, I thought I was getting punked cause it was like so ridiculous. Yeah. You know how my car also beeps if I'm close? Yeah. Put it this way. When I was, when I was parking, it didn't even beep. I wasn't even close. Really? And so I'm like, uh, are you serious? And then her son comes out and goes, we're going to film you and take pictures of you. Oh, dang. Because you hit our car. So so then I'm like, okay, hypothetically speaking, I hit their car. Where's the damage, you know? So I go up to their car and I'm like, where do you think that I hit your car? I was like, it's literally impossible. I just parked. I'm like literally so, the, this parking spot was so big. And not only that, but I was um, parking in front of a restaurant where everyone was sitting outside, you know, on the back. Like no one said anything, no one heard anything because I didn't hit their car. Um, and so like she take, she comes over, she goes, look, look, look. And she shows me on her car, like literally there's nothing, but she's pointing to something like there's a scratch. It was the most bizarre thing. I go, no, no, I'm not gonna show you my, li my license, my registration. I go, I think this is a scam. I was like, and then she's like filming me. And then I pulled out my phone. I was like, well, I'm going to film you. <laughs> it's like, this is like those things like that end up on Twitter. Two Karens just yeah. like going at it. Like I was like so baffled. Um, but anyway, so then I just walked away. It could have been a scam. Like they could have wanted a picture of your license and sold that information online. I don't, I honestly don't understand. Um, or maybe if I would have like admitted to it, they could have filed something and then I would have had to pay. Like, I don't know. Maybe it seemed like a scam. It was so bizarre. Um, that's never happened to me, but anyway, so I got the babies, went inside. We stayed for like 30 minutes because they started yeah. to lose it. It was like probably not worth it. But, um, besides that, you know, I had a good, that same week I did the Murph challenge. Remember? Yeah. I mean, I'm still like kind of sore from it. Have you been lately? Pretty good. I mean, pretty good. I've been working out a lot. That's good. Yeah. Last I, week you were a little sad. Yeah, I was a little down, but it's okay. I feel like whenever I work out and I stick to my schedule, yeah. like this week's been better. Yeah, there's always a down, a bummer week. Yes, yeah. last week was my bummer week, but, um, yeah. So, man, life. Life. We're going to <laughs> Miami. We're going to Miami uh, next week. Next week, we're actually going, so I'm going tomorrow, and Jordan has a team retreat in Scottsdale, and I'm going to be taking my assistant, Ramsey, who I don't think that y'all have really met yet. She's the best. She's amazing. She came from our church. She worked at our church, and then now she works for us, and um, I'm going to be flying JSX. 
Oh, cool. Have you ever flown JSX? We flew it back from Austin. Remember? Yes. Because they canceled yes. our, our American flight and they only had a JSX flight available. So if y'all live in an area where you can fly JSX, it is the coolest way to travel because there's really no security. You show up like 20, 30 minutes before your flight. Um, it is, I think there's, they probably only have like 30 people on the flight. Uh, and it is like the most luxurious experience. You feel like you're flying private. Not only that, and I don't, I can't vouch for every flight, but it was the same price as Southwest. It usually is the same price because they're definitely trying to acquire customers. I'm going to give a hot take. I think it's just okay. What? You didn't have to go through security. And you literally, you could just like, you just like drove up. I just think it's okay. So you'd rather fly American? Yeah, you know, the plane is pretty bumpy. Well, it's a jet. The Wi-Fi didn't work. They have Elon Musk wait, Starlink. Wait, that is so not true. Okay, Jordan, the Wi-Fi on my JSX flight, I was watching, I was streaming TV shows. It was so good. Mm-mm, didn't work for me. Okay, so it just magically worked for me, like one seat above you? Yeah, I don't know. I just... Let me I, just tell you. I'm going to try it again. We're flying home on JSX. I'll, me, I'll come back with my take, but right now I would give it maybe a six out of 10. What do you not like about it? I don't know. That is bumpy. It's a little bumpy. So it's a little scary. I'm like kind of like livid hearing this right now because it's so much more convenient. Like you, not only that, but it's at the Dallas airport. So if you know the Dallas, our Uber driver couldn't find the like the the wing. Like I don't know. It's just like I don't. You know me. I like my routines and like something about. So you'd rather spend like five hours flying than like two hours traveling. Yeah, but you got snacks in the airport. You got Auntie Anne's. You get free snacks on the JSX flight. Do you? Free. I didn't get any snacks. Oh, remember it was so bumpy that they couldn't do service? Jordan, I don't feel like we were like on the same flight. (laughs) We were from Austin to Dallas. She served us snacks. I didn't take any. That's on you, babe. Mm -hmm. That's on you for not taking. Not only that, but like the waiting room, you get there 30 minutes before your flight. They like don't leave without you. <laughs> you know what could be happening? This could be. I flew first class to LA. Okay, but like still, it's like flying first class. <sighs> you know. Oh my gosh. We should fight about this later. I just, I'll give my hot take after Miami. How about that? But I'm right just now, I'm just like, 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 trust me, it is the best experience. Are they paying ever you? Doing it. Is this sponsored? No, I wish. <laughs> like, please reach out to me. Oh my gosh. I will fly you forever, anywhere and everywhere. The only thing about this seat, so, because it's, it's a smaller plane, so you don't have people that you sit next to. Honestly, that's probably why you just missed me. You, you miss sitting next to me. You know, well, like you here's, love. I'm just gonna tell the hard truth too. So they are offering same price as commercial airlines right now, but they're losing money. So they're doing it to get you loyal to JSX, and then the price are gonna go up. So just like be careful. Okay, I'll, st- I'll still pay extra with who you fall in love with. <laughs> I still love it. Um, so anyway, we're gonna do that. We're staying at the Four Seasons in Miami. Um, and with our kiddos and it's going to be so much fun. We have some like other, like we'll go to the zoo. We're going to go to the jungle something. I forgot what it's called, but the jungle, uh, it's called here. Let me tell MJ texted it to me. She said, it's a really cool place to take your kids. It is the jungle Island. It's animal interactions and exhibits. <gighs> I want to go to this. That sounds awesome. I guess that is kind of like the zoo. I don't know. I'm so we'll excited see. about that. I, I love zoos. I'm, I'm a big zoo guy. 
we we know. Um, okay, so we want to get into today's show because we have a fun one. We're going to be doing some assumptions. We're going to be um, doing a an advice segment for the first time. That we was a people. fun intro. Did you have fun with it? That was great. Yeah, I it was a lot of fun. Um, we're going to be doing an advice segment. We're going to do Jordan's fact of the week. He's going to kind of update us on what he's been learning or, I don't know, exploring uh, exploring for this past week. But before we do, we have (laughs) this episode is brought to you by Equilibria, my CBD. You guys know I live off that stuff. I actually took it before this episode and I'm so not high. I hate when people say, oh my gosh. Every time she takes it, I go, oh my gosh, are you high right now? It's so (laughs) annoying because no, it does not make you high. I wanted to let y'all know that today's episode is brought to you by Equilibria. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, you know how long I've been taking and talking about Equilibria CBD. It is one of my favorite, oops, it is one of my absolute favorite companies that I work with. For new customers, you can use code DEINFLUENCED for 15% off site-wide. Since 2019, Equilibria has helped over 200,000 women take charge of their own personal wellness routine by supplying high quality CBD and empowering them with knowledge. Their products are organic and science-backed and trust me y'all, they really do work. CBD has changed my life. I personally use the daily drops almost every day because it helps me so much with all the anxieties of life, whether that's before an interview or if I'm having social anxiety or before an event. I love using the daily drops or the calming melts because they are fast acting and I notice a difference quickly. I never feel high or anything like that. Their products just kind of take the edge off and make you feel so much more like yourself. They have tons of other products and you can shop by health goal on their website. The sleep gummies or melts for trouble sleeping, relief balm for achy joints or focus gummies to help keep your mind on task. They also have different methods depending on what you prefer, drops, melts, gels, gummies. Uh, side note, the relief bomb is actually really good for period cramps too. They gave me a code for 15% off to share with y'all. It's D-Influence for 15% off site-wide. You can stack the code on top of already discounted bundles and subscriptions, which makes this such a great deal. I also have two bundles on my page where you'll get $60 off the daily drops and calming melts or the daily drops and sleep melts. You can head to myeq.com slash deinfluenced to to shop these bundles and my other favorites. If you don't know where to start, you can also schedule a free one-on-one wellness consultation to help you personalize your routine based on your lifestyle and needs. Thank you, Equilibria, for sponsoring today's episode. This episode is also brought to you by Stanley. Stanley, Stanley. Gulp, gulp. Stanley is my go-to for all things hydration. I actually started drinking Stanley. I was probably the first, I was the first like blogger ever to share Stanley. They told me that because I got it when I was pregnant. And when I was pregnant with Stella, I was so thirsty all the time, especially my first trimester. And this, the 40 ounce, the quencher, always helped me actually like get all of my liquid in and I loved the fact that I had the handle I could take it from the room to room from the ice flow to the arrow light there is something for everyone but y'all know my absolute favorite is the 40 ounce quencher cup the often sold out cup is in stock in so many fun colors from citron to pool to tiger lily as well as their classics like cream or fog 
There is a reason the cult favorite cup went completely viral. Last September, they released the version two of the quencher, which took everything that consumers loved about the product, such as the size, and added in some updates like a silicone seal around its straw to help prevent spills and an ergonomic handle with comfort grip inserts. The V2 also has a 90% recycled stainless steel construction. The top's design allows you to sip with a juicy straw from the wide mouth opening to close it up when not drinking. I used to not drink a ton of water, but now with my Stanley Quencher, I am so much better at staying hydrated. I keep it with me all day and it allows me to get maximum hydration with fewer refills. The best part of it, it stays cold for 11 hours, two days iced and seven hours hot. The Quencher can you actually that's so true. Like I will put ice in it like the morning, like one morning and then I'll go to sleep and then wake up the next day and there's like still ice. I know I actually take yours in the morning and I drink it before my workout. It still has ice. It's It's just phenomenal. The quencher can be used on the go, but they have tons of other products that work perfectly with a busy schedule. The trigger action mug. Do you have it? Oh Oh. yeah. I use these all the time. Is this true? That's not the trigger action mug. That's no. Um, we, you actually use the trigger action mug typically for your coffee when you pour it. Which one is that? The pink one. Oh, yes. yes, It's a really good one for coffee. I like that one. The wine tumbler and their canteen. Their other collections include barware, coffee, coolers, and lunch boxes. You can use code Danny Austin for 20% off all hydration, excluding the quenchers. They don't currently offer any codes and quenchers, so if you've been thinking about it, just go for it. It really is worth it. Their quencher is also offered in 20 or 30 ounce, as well as a soft matte texture, which is so, so like luxurious okay so now jordan we want to know about your random fact of the week or what what have you been talking what have you been learning Mm, i haven't really been like learning anything new um but i did find out that you can rent castles okay did you know that like like true big castles like you can rent them out and why would you want to do that I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. I feel like we like. I feel like if Divi rented out a castle, then Alex Earl will come. Mm. That's as far as I've gotten. Do the castles come with a young handsome prince? Or no, royals? but I also thought we could do a new dating show called Pretty Little Princess. In a castle. That's as far as I've gotten. Okay, we'll think about that one. Um, Do you get what I'm saying, though? Can I ask you something? What, like, signifies that something is like a castle? It just looks like a castle? Oh, it absolutely looks like a castle. So it's just a house that looks like a castle. Because you could go to, like, the outskirts of Dallas in the suburbs, and they have, like, plenty of those. No, you don't understand. It's, like, a true castle. Okay. So it's, like, history? No. <laughs> so <laughs> well, it's not I don't a know. castle. I don't know. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. Like, what makes it a castle? Like, was there actually... Yeah. I don't know what makes something a house. It's like you can tell it's a it's a castle. <laughs> it's got stone and arches and bridges. And history. I don't think a castle means it has to have history. Hmm. Anyway, do you get where I'm going with this? Yeah, we'll think about it. We're going to get creative. I mean, and if anyone does something with a castle, like a brand or an influencer, I want everyone here to know that this you was our idea totally first. Will. You know... Guys, I'm not kidding. You brands steal our ideas all the time. It's true. It's 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 quite infuriating. <laughs> like we'll get on a call with a brand and like be like, "This is what we're gonna do." Next week, they're doing it. 
I know. Themselves. It really just grinds my gears. But yeah. a castle so specific that I'm okay sharing it. In fact, this could be a trick. I could have planted this seed into the ether to see who's going to steal our idea. And you mm. guys will know. Let us know if anybody does an influencer castle but don't, trip. But for real, like if we did an influencer trip to a castle, yes or no, Alex Earl would come. Um, I don't know. It depends on like how nice this castle is. No, it's like nice. Like, would you come? Like, would you go to an influencer trip to Turks and Caicos or to a castle? Turks and Caicos. But, like, think about it. Because what do you do in a castle? No, I'm really thinking about it. Like, Turks and Caicos, I want to be by the water. Uh, we can go on a boat. We can jet ski. We can snorkel. Like, there's so much to do in a castle. I feel like I'm stuck in, like, really just, like, an old building that's, like, not really even nice. Like, do they have air conditioning in a castle? They probably have a lot of bugs. I would imagine it's a lot of spider webs. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to say, unless... Like, I'm going to London with the royals. Like, I'm not, I don't really want to go in a castle. <sighs> okay. We need to workshop this one. But, yeah, I, I just want everyone to know that you can rent castles in the U.S. That's what I discovered this week. Okay. Go to rentacastle.com. <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to get into our assumptions. Uh, we posted an assumption or, like, a question box on my Instagram Oh, stories my gosh. I've never read these. These are funny. Asking assumptions about us. And, um... <laughs> They were really nice for like the first 30 minutes. And then I think like some of the haters came in. So we just like took Oh, I the bet those were horrible. <laughs> those were people, brutal. <laughs> people are just really, really cool. Really nice. Um, all right. Are you ready? Yeah. Number Wait. One. How are we going to split them up? We'll just feel it out. Okay. You want to start? Um, number one. Danny wears the pants in the relationship. That's not true. I don't think that's true. Mm -mm. It's not. I mean, some ways. No, not really anymore. I, th I think I definitely used to. You've uh, taken off the pants. I, I took off the pants. I, I was like, you know pants. what? I'm not really feeling these pants anymore. They're a little <laughs> too tight. I don't really like them anymore. It's too much responsibility. I prefer to walk around with no pants. Are you happy not wearing the pants? Yeah. I honestly just don't like pants. Yeah. Was that a metaphor? Was it? I don't know. I mean, you hardly ever wear pants. <laughs> no, I mean, even with my team, um, you know, they always, like, you know, I went to that CrossFit workout, uh -huh. and um, Teresa was there, and who works for Divi, and then she does our HR, and then JD was there, who works for me mm -hmm. on the Danielson brand, and they kept introducing everyone, like, me to everyone as their boss, and I was like, can y'all stop? Like, yeah, like, I know. Like, I'm more of, like, a team player type of gal. I... Like, I'm happy to take charge if I need to, but I don't necessarily, like, want to be in control, like, directing everyone. Like, I like to be, like, high up level mm -hmm. where I have authority, but I don't like to be, like, the top. Yeah. So that's how I feel in our family, too. It's like, I, I don't, there's, like, you're good at that, and I'm good over here. Like, I'm good at being yeah. led in certain ways. But then there's small things where I'm like, don't tell me what to do. You know, so I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it just depends. <laughs> okay. Uh, number two, Danny spends $500 a week on DoorDash or Uber Eats. That's such a specific number. Um, $500 is hard to... That's a lot. That's a lot. I would say like... No, this is like... Are 100? You, yeah, this is a no-brainer. I probably I mean, do Uber Eats... On like Saturday. Uh, once or twice a week. Yeah, so once or twice a week. 
Yeah. So no. And I, actually what's funny is I've gotten really good at not doing that. Like I've been trying to like do takeout and like actually driving over get up. Like the worst habit that we had in our family that I corrected was That was so bad. So bad. Was that Danny would order us and I'm I'm complicit here. Yeah, you totally were coffee from starbucks every single morning yes and i think in our minds we like justified it we were like oh like well we have to have this to like run our business we didn't have a coffee (laughs) machine that we liked and then i got and i was like i was like this is so bad i it was wasteful and i was like you know what we're gonna get a coffee maker and i went through that whole kick i've already explained it well we got a latte maker with it we used like twice and then i was like okay we're just coffee people no it was bad it was really bad it was really really bad i was like we're gonna make this investment back in two weeks yeah literally so bad um okay number three you always keep it spicy in your relationship i'd say yes to this <laughs> i feel uh, what are we talking about here are, are we talking think? about oh yeah i yes i feel like we do i feel like we do i feel like that's what people are probably sleepers on us for <laughs> it's like they <laughs> they uh yeah, I mean, we're just not those people that are going to talk about it. I know there's like a lot of people who do talk about that. We're not going to talk about it, but like I wouldn't sleep on us. Because we're not sleeping. We're not <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nux. <laughs> um, okay. Um, you know, our team is going to be like, Bleh. yeah, I know. It's like, oh, mom and dad, gross. <laughs> um, okay. Number four, neither one of you know how to sit still. I would say that's true. Yeah, when I was uh, home alone on Sunday with the kids, they were, you know, they had a two-hour nap. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to read. I'm going to do this. And then I just did a try-on haul. Yeah. I, I think I that... Like, why not? I'm just going to work. I was like, <laughs> might as well work. The thing that we might have to see a therapist for is that there could be a side of this that we don't like to sit still because we don't like what our own thoughts say about us. Oh. I didn't think it was that deep. <laughs> I feel like... But I feel like I actually sit still better than you. I, I, I get really anxious and I used to not be like that, which is interesting, but I get really anxious when I feel like I'm not being productive. Like yeah. I like to clean the house on Saturdays. Like he's, I like he's to, gotten a little, um, a little too much with the cleaning. Well, it's something to do on Saturdays. Like I, I hang out with the kids and I clean the house. <laughs> it's something to do besides your paintball obsession. Well, I do that in the afternoons, but I wake up and I clean the house. So that's funny when you were gone to on that Sunday, I did all the laundry I, I was like, I could obviously wait till Monday to do this. Um, Isn't it therapeutic though? Yeah. I it's mean, great. it's honestly, the cleaning is not therapeutic. It's the result that's therapeutic. It's nice not having a cluttered mess. Exactly. Especially like, like, and then the kids make it messy again, then I clean it back up. But I've also gotten Stella a piggy bank. I think this was really cool of me to do. <laughs> um, I got Stella a piggy bank and I'm now starting to like make her do her chores. And then she loves putting the quarter in the piggy bank. Yeah. She loves doing her chores. That was another thing when she, when you were gone, she had to help me load the dishwasher. She Every loves it. Did you give her a quarter? I didn't have any quarters. No, they're all, they're behind the picture frame. I'll show you. In the kitchen? I hid them. Yes. Okay. Um, Okay, number five. You have different, very different parenting styles. Yeah, we do. Really? Okay, elaborate. I think it's yin and yang. I don't think it's like bad different. I think you are very good at um, disciplining our kids, at uh, teaching them life skills, at building resilience and grit within them. And I think that I'm really good at nurturing them. Kind of like the opposite of what people would probably assume. I know. We're breaking all the gender rules. <laughs> well, 
I feel like I'm nurturing. Yeah, and I think I teach them life skills. But I'm saying like core core functions. Like I feel yeah. like like I'm, you know, I like teach Stella about her feelings. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I just think that that will probably be me. Would you say that we are chill parents, strict parents, overly, uh, you know, what is it called when you like... Control? Yeah. No, I don't think that we're controlling... Yeah. I don't know the different parenting styles. I know there's like eight different terms or whatever. I'm not really sure which one we are. What do you think I am? Um, I Like I said, I think that you're you're really good at okay. the things I said. It's just funny because I, I feel like I'm pretty laid back. I think we're like both. Like I don't hover. And yeah. that was something that my mom, so when my mom had me, my mom hovered over me when I was little. Like I did not do, couldn't do anything on my own. I was yeah. so shy that like I would, I couldn't even order like a grilled cheese from our waiter. Like I was so shy. And my mom just did it all. And she, she was like, Danny, try not to hover over Stella because you want her to be independent. But I feel like Stella is just kind of the way that she is regardless of a parenting style, to be honest. Um, but I do feel like I'm like pretty laid back a lot of times. Mm -hmm. um, but like there, it's like I'm laid back until a certain point. But if you cross the line, then I'm like, I go into like teacher mode. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a, a learning lesson. This is, but you kind of have to like, you have to really push the boundary for me because for the most part, I'm like, they're children, they're babies. I want both of our kids to like know life skills, like very early on. Yeah. Like I want them to like order at McDonald's for themselves. Like, like, you know, if we're flying, like I, like when you fly with Stella this weekend, yeah. you should like teach her like what the boarding pass is. Like, I really want to do that because and I think Stella's going to do it naturally. I think just, and Stratton's so young, so it's hard to tell, but I think Stratton's personality, we're going to have to push him a little bit more. Yeah. But like, I really want our kids to know that stuff. Yeah. I think that that's where they feel independence. They feel a sense of ownership. Like they'll be much more well-rounded. And I also think that like, that's a big problem with like Gen Z right now is like yeah. the helicopter parents. Um, even like when I was doing the dishes, you know, I put all the dishes in there. She's like, I was like, okay, we're going to get one of those like soap pods, you know, the, yeah, um, she loves it. And you know, I, I used the magnet to open and she's like, no, 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 mommy. Like I want to do it. No, she has. So she I teach her how to, how to now, now I taught her how to like go through the child lock. Like the oh funniest gosh. thing that Stella and Stratton now, because she's been copying his sister have done is they, if Stella sees a fly in the kitchen, mm -hmm. she will grab the child lock magnet, unlock the cabinet, <laughs> grab a fly swatter and literally just prance <laughs> around until she sees the bug and then try and hit it. So freaking cute. It's so cute. So it's, there's just such smart babies. Number six, Jordan doesn't like working out at all. You I'm definitely kinda, don't enjoy it. I do it four times a week. But that doesn't mean that you enjoy it. I, but the, the nature of this question is just concerning to me. <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> do I give off the vibe that I don't like it? Maybe because we don't like ever show you working out. Just oh, that makes sense. Like they, you show yourself working out every day. Mine's yeah. just like done behind the scenes. Yeah, so that maybe makes that's sense. why. But I would say you don't enjoy it, but you do it because it's good for you. Yeah, I feel way better when I do it. And Jordan goes to a gym, and I work out at home. Yeah. Seven. You have a hard time saying no to things that. So you are always busy. I feel like we say no to a lot of things, though. I know you're laughing right now, but <laughs> like I feel like I, I get. 
we get invited to so many things that we don't go to. It's true. And not not with our friends and stuff, but like brands yeah. or dinners or influencer trips. I actually just got invited to an influencer trip in Cartagena, Cartagena, uh, like Colum- so- Colombia. Yeah, Colombia. What? Yeah. What brand? Um, I'll tell you after. Okay. I just don't want it. But is, um, it, is it tart? No, it's not controversial. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just like trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't know a lot about the brand, so I'm trying to figure out if. It's yeah, yeah. Um. But I said no to, I and th- you know why I said no, actually, because like I said, I didn't know a lot about the brand and I didn't know, like, I'm not like a fan. Right. And I was like, this is going to be weird if I go on an influencer trip with them and promoting something that I don't really know. I'm not saying that I don't like it, but I just don't know anything about it. And yeah. I, I like my guys telling me I probably am not the biggest fan, so. Mm. Yeah, the, the saying yes to things, I think with kids, like the trade-offs are just so hard too. It's like you have to really pick your yeses because being away from kids is just brutal. Yeah. Even for like a day, it's so hard. Yeah, it really is. Um, number eight, Jordan wishes your lives were more private. Sometimes. Really? Um, I would say like, so I went through, I've talked about this so much. I went through like a weirdly hard year last year a wheelie a wheelie hard wheel <laughs> i went through a really hard year last year just like growing divvy in the first six months of this year i was just checked out to be honest yeah i was like i didn't want to be part of the instagram thing i didn't really want to work that much like i was just burnt out like yeah clinically and uh now i'm kind of having fun with it again yeah i'm like put me out there for me it's I've been doing it for so long that I almost don't know that lifestyle of, of living privately. Uh, but there are things that we go through privately that people don't know about. Yeah. I mean, lots of things actually. And, and that's more so just done to protect our mental health and protect our family. And, um, you know, like I didn't share that. So Hazel recently had ACL surgery and she's had it before on her other leg. And, um, I shared that, you know, I think we shared that before. We didn't even have babies yet. You know, I think I was maybe pregnant with Stella. Yeah. Um, but this go around, I was like, you know what? I just, I don't want to share it. It's just something that's like obviously really hard that we're going through right now. Um, we love Hazel, but like we were going to be traveling. So I needed help with Hazel. And I was like, I just don't want the feedback from like all these people about this and that and that. And like, I'm going to do, I know what is best for, for us and our family our kids and for everyone and so it was just one of those things where I was like I didn't really want to talk about it and then my mom went on stories and talked about it like the next day <laughs> I was like mom literally I was like <laughs> do people really have opinions about our dog ta- tearing their ACL no it wasn't about that it was the fact that Hazel had ACL surgery and I could not like I could not we could not watch her we were out of town yeah and when she was healing from it I asked my mom to help Hazel. Also, it's just like my mom doesn't have babies. Like my mom has so much free time. She was like, yeah, <laughs> my she mom signed was up. like, I'd love to do that. And and so my mom helped me, you know, kind of heal Hazel. And people were like upset because they're like, I can't believe that you pawned her off to like your mom. You oh know? my gosh, give me a break. Yeah. And so, you know, just stuff like that. Anyone who has kids, like if you're if you are gonna tell me that your relationship with your pets doesn't change when you have kids, like give me a freaking break. Well, it's it's difficult. It's definitely more difficult, but like, I mean, 
like at home it's fine but it's like she was going through a major surgery and she needed a lot more special yeah. attention that i just we weren't going to be here to give her and um so anyway i mean it's the same thing when we travel like our parents watch the dogs and i watch bella we watch bella all the time for my mom oh my gosh that dog literally poops all over our house it's real, so real bad yeah um i one of the last comments i will have about this like private life thing it's not that i care about our lives being public or private sometimes like i just want to you know we we when we are in the flow of creating content like it takes um is that an airplane or a ufo outside it's an airplane wait i'm telling you it's a ufo wait. no that's an airplane what no. was that thing No, they always say it's balloons. I'm telling you. Do you get what I'm saying? Guys, this is real. Wait, here, film it. Wait, grab your phone. Grab your phone. It's better. Is it a, is it, is it a UFO? It's flat. That's how they are. Is it hovering? Oh man. Anyway, while she's filming that. What? Babe, post that post that to Twitter. That's that's what we gotta share with the community. Anyway. Anyway, as we're as she's processing her first UFO sighting, um it's a letter balloon. It looks yeah. like an L. Yeah. Gosh. But isn't that crazy? I saw that. That is crazy. Danny adores her people, but is actually an introvert. Um, I wouldn't say I'm introverted. I think I'm extroverted, but I think that I'm a homebody. Yeah. Um, cause, cause I will say like when I meet people, I'm not like shy. No. Did you think? No, I don't think you're shy. Sometimes you have social anxiety though. Maybe social anxiety and honestly, sorry, I'm I'm maybe shy to meet people like uh like in a business sense or like if it's an interview or like I was very nervous to interview Claudia. Mm -hmm. So I'm like shy in those ways, but when I meet um my people like out and about, I I'm not shy i'm like oh we know each other yeah i would say you're shy and or socially anxious in environments where you don't feel prepared yeah that too okay um number nine danny oh sorry number 10 you both have a hard time falling asleep at night false false we both like just conk out yeah I, we sleep like eight hours that was another thing when you were when you were in la i um on monday night i put stella stella came back from uh hanging out with nene uh -huh. and um, she was so exhausted. So I tried to put her down at like seven, which was a little early for her bedtime. And I, um, I go, Stella, look, put your head down like this and fall asleep. And I started like pretend snoring. All of a sudden I, I passed out. I passed out pretending to sleep. <laughs> and then you FaceTime me at like nine 30, like, babe, babe. I'm like, dude, you just woke me up. I was sleeping. I'm like, Hey babe, say hi to Bryce. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then number 11, you never show PDA. I don't think Danny likes PDA. I'm like a huge fan. I'll like, <laughs> like I'll just to kind of like mess with you, like I'll like, we're in the middle of like a mall and I'll like grab Danny's butt 
and it like yeah. makes her uncomfortable. I don't know. I've never been like a. We'll hold hands. I'll cuddle up on you in public. Mm-hmm. Um, but like make out sesh, grabbing. Butts. I think that's inappropriate. We're not gonna like make out at the mall. Well, some people would say it's not inappropriate. Yeah, I mean, I guess it levels. Like we're we're just about levels. Jordan is the more affectionate one, one hundred percent. Yes, number twelve. Jordan is the more affectionate one. Uh, true. Thirteen. It takes a lot to make Danny upset or annoyed. Uh, with pu- me or with other people? With in a public sense, outside of marriage, yes. A lot. Yeah, it takes a lot. I mean, if I'm angry, like that's what even people on our team say. They're like, if Danny's angry it's like really means something mm-hmm. because it takes a lot for me to get there. Like, even like I was saying, um, you know, if something is like ruined in our house, like somebody, uh, you know, ruins one of my bags or a scratch on the wall or something like that, like I, they'll call me and tell me like, they're s- like so scared. I'm like, it's literally fine. Like it's a mistake. It's fine. Yeah. You know, like I said, the only way I'd really care is if it's like a family heirloom or something that mattered that much. But, um, but no, it takes it takes a lot. But I will say that that evening when the lady told me that I hit her car when I didn't, I was like, like you were on one. The cortisol levels like spiked. Like mm-hmm. I I was so upset that I I thought to myself I was I could like hear you in my head being like Danny, calm down. There's people around, and I like vividly like remember being like shut up, Jordan. I'm upset. Like, <laughs> do you think it takes uh, a lot for you to be upset or annoyed at me? Depends I don't think I don't think you're ever upset or annoyed with me. I just think I get the brunt of what you're feeling about other things. Yeah, it's hard. That's a good way to say it. Uh, Jordan is super laid back. Sure, I don't know. What yeah, do you yeah. Uh, you both never cuss. Danny doesn't cuss. Sometimes I'll cuss to be funny. Yeah, you cuss to be funny, and sometimes I'll cuss to like. You don't really cuss. Get a point across. <laughs> Well, that's why everyone cusses. <laughs> but like very rarely. And I feel like I only will say ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when we cuss, it's like almost like we're like impersonating a character or something. Yeah. We're not actually like I'll cussing ne- I don't cuss. think I ever say the, f- the F word. What's that? What do I always say when I'm like, oh, I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> yeah, dead ass. <laughs> like I'll do, I'll do that. Um, Danny is a pushover. I kind of say yes. What? Yeah, I think you are. <laughs> I will wait. Yeah, you're totally right. Now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, I think you're. I think you are a little bit of a people pleaser. Yeah. Do you have any examples? I mean, multiple, but it would take too long to tell stories. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Jordan's style changes every few months. Yes, absolutely. He becomes obsessed with something and then it's a phase and he'll order all the things online like our coffee bar. He goes into the stage where he's obsessed with coffee, <laughs> buys all these things and then it's over with. Paintball is probably a phase. Uh, wearing his Nike pandas is probably a phase. Like it's just phases with Jordan. I'm such a silly Billy. Um, Jordan wants more babies than Danny. No. No, I'm actually like, I'm in a phase where I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I've got this two thing figured out. I feel like I can steward you guys well. I'm like, I want at least three. Um, Danny doesn't like being called an influencer. Um, I don't think you like hate it, but I don't think you call yourself that. I would never call myself that. I don't hate it. Like, I'm not going to be embarrassed or anything, but 
Um, I use the term content creator more than influencer because mm-hmm. I feel like we're all influencers. Totally. Let's let's move on. This 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 segment's getting a little stale. Okay. Let's go to th- should we do helpful advice or should we de-influence something? We are going to move on to helpful advice. Okay. This is an advice segment where we will give helpful or non-helpful advice. We'll see. We've never done this before. I know multiple podcasts that do this and I thought it'd be really fun to get, you know, our influence or our audience involved. Um, okay. So I have, a f- this is from Alicia. So I have a question about friendship. For context, my friends and I are about 25 and 26 years old and most of us live in different states. I constantly find myself being upset because I feel like I'm always the one to reach out and ask how they're doing. I recently decided to stop messaging them to see if they'd reach out and so far there's been no messages. Sorry, my life, I've done this so many times. Part of me understands we're adults and we have lives and we can't chat all the time. I get it. But another part of me feels like if you truly cared about someone or something, you'd squeeze in a minute of your life to send out a, hey, how are you doing text? Or just checking in, how's life message? I don't know. Am I asking for too much? Alicia, I totally feel you. Alicia, girlfriend, we feel you. I, I totally understand this. And I think you're in that stage of life where a lot of times you're kind of transitioning friends. Maybe you're moving from like your college friends to like a new friend group, maybe from work or, you know, other moms. And it can be really sad to let go of those old friendships. But I think what I've learned is like friendships change and they evolve and you don't want to like pinhole yourself into like this one friend group forever whenever like you're changing as a person as well and so having friends like support you in those new lifestyle changes or those new environments is so important um and so what I've learned like I I have um, my friend group in my like young 20s is totally different than my friend group now and I found a friend group now that just fits my goals in life like they Uh, hold me accountable in the ways that I want to be held accountable. They're just like, it makes more sense now. And just because you're moving on from a friendship doesn't mean that you don't care about that person. But I would say this is probably maybe a sign to kind of like move on. Um, Like I said, you don't need to like cut ties. You don't need to have any animosity, but maybe focus on friends that, you know, will, you know, pour in that time. I would say um, a couple things to you, Alicia, and I'm going to challenge you a little bit. Okay. Sometimes you, I would ask you, have you communicated to them that you want them to check in more? Because if these are things that you have not communicated, it's not fair for you to put these expectations on your friends and they not know about it. True. That's a really good point. Like they might like this, this friend that you're talking about sounds more like me. Yeah. Danny is the one not (laughs) texting you back. (laughs) Um, But I would say that a lot of times like we have had situations where like people have felt things or we've hurt people and we had no idea whatsoever. So mm-hmm. like if you don't communicate, it's not fair. Number one. Second thing I would say is I'll leave you with this. Sometimes you have friends for a reason. Sometimes you have friends for a season and sometimes you have friends for a lifetime. Oh, that's so good. That's really good, right? Really good. Did you make that up? Um, I heard it somewhere, okay. but yeah, it's mine. I like it. Uh, tag me if you quote it in Instagram stories, please. Um, yeah, no, I think that we have found that like I've had friends that were there for like a very specific reason in my life. And it was like, okay, this is the purpose that we have each other's lives. 
season would be like college friends for you, yeah. Danny. And then lifetime is like your, your lifers. Yeah. And what's really fun is like when you reconnect or you reignite those friendships. Like one of my friends from high school, her name's Christine. She was like my best friend in elementary school and middle school, went to high school together. We didn't talk all through college, but she's probably like my one friend that like I text and keep up with from high school, Yeah, you know? And so you can always reconnect and reignite the flame, but Maybe it's just like a new season of life that you're in. Next one. Hi, Danny. What's your advice for when you are interested in a guy and he has some, shown some interest, but it hasn't gotten very far? How do you know if they're interested in you? Do you make a move? <sighs> this one's hard. I, I, I feel like we need more context. Yeah, it's a little vague. What's her name? Abby. Abby, little vague. We're, we're having trouble helping you here. But what yeah. I will say is that guys right now, I, I've said this to a couple of people, I feel like dating for men right now has to be hard. Not because the females aren't great, but because I think that like men struggle sometimes with like, um, I don't want to say settling down, but like Well, there's so many options now. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I think it's a consumer culture when it comes to dating. And I think that affects men, or I think it affects females trying to find a male mate than it does males trying to find a female. Because Meaning, the men just have all these options. They get on their phone yes. and they just download another app and then there's all these girls. And I think available. it takes a lot of wisdom for a male to see like the, the faults in that, you know, because like, oh, well, I'll just, I think your brother's a great example. Like I'll just move, like I'm going to keep dating. I'm going to keep saying, oh, there's no, this person's not perfect. This person's not perfect. It doesn't exist. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, but I will say on the flip side, I don't think, and I know so many girls are going to like disagree with me, but I don't think that it's wrong to just throw in there that you're like kind of interested in him. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I think I would, I would tell him because here's the thing, like, what are you going to lose? Like, you're either going to date him or not. Yeah. And like, if he says, like, you're either going to be friend zoned and be, have regret for the rest of your life, or you're going to tell him and then it'll work out. So like, or maybe he says no. Okay, well then just like move on. At least now you have that time to like figure it out and you're not just like left questioning. But if he's shown some interest, I would just tell him that you're kind of interested. Just yeah. go for it. Like, here's the thing. With dating, I'm not into the games. I'm just like, tell me what your goals are. Same. Tell me what you want. Like, let's just get to it. Okay, we're gonna do one more before we wrap up this episode. Um, Let's see, we have... Oh, I recently got engaged and I'm struggling deciding whether to spend money on a wedding or not. My fiance is super supportive of whatever we want to do. That's very kind. I just have a hard time spending what it costs on a wedding nowadays. The venue, photographer, food, main things, it just all adds up. I need help. Do most people regret spending that money or is it worth it in the end? McKinsey. Um, I absolutely loved my wedding. I would have spent more money on it. I feel like I was way too conservative. It was... You only have one wedding. It is such a special day to celebrate, honestly, the start of the rest of your life with someone. And I loved bringing all these people together. Not only that, but like you can share like the message of like what marriage is really all about. And you can influence a lot of people in that way through your vows, through the way that like you, you know, present yourself. So I think it's like, there's a lot of meaning and a lot of purpose in a wedding. If you want to save money and not go all out on like, you know, the food, like my, my wedding, we had uh, Mexican food, $11 a plate. It was so affordable. And we ate it on like China, like, you know, yeah. so you, 
you can pick the plate, the, you know, the areas that you want to cut down. And if anything, you could just have like a, a ceremony in a church and then have just like a party another day, you mm-hmm. know, just like a big party. Don't call it a wedding. Just call it like a party to celebrate your marriage. But I think that, I think you're going to want something. When I was, I honestly had the same exact thought going into our wedding because I, now it's a little different, but I hated spending money. I was all about, <laughs> it's a little different now. <laughs> I loved saving money. I really wanted to buy a house. I was like, what's the purpose? It's one day. Um, but I will say like when I actually thought about my life and not having a wedding, it was really sad. Yeah. Um, she and cried. <laughs> I cried and, um, but having a wedding to me, like I wish I could do it all over again and like spend double. Cause it was just so fun. And I think if you have that mindset too, where you're like going into the wedding expecting like a good time, a time to celebrate, a time to like see your family and friends all in one place, instead of focusing so much on like the details. I know these brides that just care so much about the details and this going right and this going right. And I feel like those are the brides that are probably the most disappointed because it's not going to go perfectly. You have like a bazillion different vendors. You have so many things all trying to work together. I want something's going to go wrong. Like I didn't really like love my hair and makeup that day, especially my hair. And I was like, whatever, like who cares? Yeah. Just going to enjoy it. So it's more about a mindset, but I would say go for it. That's just me though. Preach. I'm down. Well, thank you guys for listening. We have now been recording for 83 minutes. If it's shorter than that, it's because something got cut out because Jordan said something that we couldn't keep in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We love you guys. Feel free to leave a review on Apple or a a rating on Spotify. We now have our YouTube channel that you guys can check out um, if you actually want to watch the video live. I I prefer that you don't because I feel like I don't know what we look like when we're filming. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, does it... I don't know. Maybe it like loses like the mystery, but hey, the option is there if you're into it. We love you guys and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.